previously on Follow the Leader. Uh, last time in the City of Gulls, the peony tried to help. Every had dreams. Marius was Marius. There was a party in the ribcage of the tall boy. Sable and Every had a dance and made a connection. Marius was Marius again. She made an appearance. Sable relived a memory and Every read a poem. And that's what you missed on Glee. And she sits down across from them and says, I believe a lot has happened recently, hasn't there? You might be understating it. And they take a drink. I don't know which to approach first, but I thought you should know that I felt something happen recently. I sort of want to have the the scene with Sable and Marius, though, and I I definitely want the peony to be there. I'll do it. Well, you can do that, and I'll just have Theo around, and we're just now establishing that they be here. So, alternatively, if you want to be doing something, Theo could have gone and got Sable (laughs) and the peony. While they're sitting there having that conversation, Theo just (laughs) runs in. We now return to your game already in progress. is that Sable is going to go to the shore and lie down on the sand. So if anyone wants to come with them or find them there, be my guest. Like, Sable's going to, like, go to, like, ostensibly just, like, walk, and then they're like, no, I'm really fucking tired after all that, and then they sit down, and then they're just lying on the sand. They're so tired. There's been a lot happening. There's so much happening. Someone please help them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of scene do you want to have? Like, thinking about the scene types and stuff like that. Do any of them appeal to you in this moment? Like, you've got the framing of what it looks like, but what kind of thing do you want to do? And is this at daytime? Is it nighttime? It's whenever that last scene was, is immediately after that. Mm-hmm. So it could be evening-ish. If we're saying that what happened with Marius happened at in like afternoon mm-hmm. so yeah let me go look at the scene frameworks again um to see if anything jumps out to me i don't know because like that, that that's just what i'm feeling right now is does anyone does anyone want to come talk to sable it can be literally anyone i mean i'll happily bring every in who is feeling somewhat rattled themselves right now. It doesn't have to be a saga of Sable and everything. It can just be two lost people having a moment. Oh, no. You know what I want? What do you want? 
I want an omen. Ooh. That's like, I don't, I don't know what kind of omen it is. Well, ooh. Yeah, please, Gondor. I was gonna say we have the motif about images in the lightning. So, I was, I was actually thinking about that, about Sable being at the shore and a thunderhead like rolling in and you can hear the the thunder and see lightning in the distance but then there's a crack of lightning like right above sable and there's just the scream of this gull uh, that got struck by lightning and it falls not directly at sable's feet but in front of sable and it's charred to the point where all of its feathers are black oof oof that's that's not helping sable's current uh state of mind at all. Not I'll at bet. all. I'll bet. Not at all. Because um, I think the thing that Sable is thinking about right now with the peony talking about um, there are certain things that you cannot hope to understand and all of that sort of stuff at the end. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I realized that I think that Sable feels after that conversation is that they feel like on some level they understand too much. And that's why they're still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that doesn't help. <laughs> did did Thea follow them down to the shoreline? Yes. Oh. So yes. Theo sees it ha- this happen too. Yeah. Does Theo see this omen? Or is this just for Sable? No, it's it's a real goal. Oh, it's, it's, not a, like... it's a real thing. So Theo sees it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I want to be like Sable kicks it, but Sable's already on the ground, so like Mm. They're just kind of like, oh. And because of who I am as a person, if I may add a detail, mm-hmm. I think the um, and you know how sometimes storms just roll up on you super fast. Yeah. I think that happens, and there's the smell of this charred meat and feathers. It's gross as heck, and then the rain begins to pour, and it quenches what the f- still smoking rains but like that smell stays with sable mm. and like theo dashes over and like stretches out like the side of the, the baggy clothes that they wear like sort of coat poncho tunic thing and like holds it you said sable was lying on the ground right sable is lying on the ground <laughs> like holds like their sleeve to form like a little like shelter over their face and it's just like looking down at them like, do you, do you Sable, want to stay? Sable laughs a little bit and goes, I'm not going to melt. I'm I just, melting! I, I just wanted to check that you know, if, if, if you want to get rained on, it's okay. I'll, I'll go. But I just wanted to check you and They don't finish the sentence. Thank you. I'm... 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 Well... I'm as okay as I suppose I, as any sane person could be. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. Nods towards the, the, the flambéed bird. The fucking bird. <laughs> we get storms all the time, but and they look a little discomforted. I don't think death is anything new to Theo by a long shot, but like, I think there's something about seeing something so visceral like that that maybe catches them, especially with all the talk with stuff they don't understand and 
huh, given the strong scent of ozone in the library earlier and then this and obviously that same smell lingering in the air mm-hmm. I think there's a potency to it yeah um i think sable had their eyes closed for a moment and they open them again and they just look up at theo and they go sit down if you'd like they just let their arm drop because sable doesn't seem that phased by the rain and like sit beside them their hoods up it usually is not to sound like a book some things are they wave a hand around i'll be honest i don't always understand it myself but sometimes these things just happen Mm -hmm. i don't think it's a coincidence that it starts happening after marius and i show up but sometimes they just are so i wouldn't worry too much about it they look at the bird (laughs) they look back at sable you don't know me very well do you (laughs) no (laughs) i'm a warrior uh and the tide picks up and carries the bird into the sea Hmm. i'd have a detail because it's something that we haven't heard from in a while and i just want to introduce it just as flavor Mm -hmm. maybe in the distance way far out you see something breach the surface of the water and it's just this giant crab claw that comes up and then just nice. slowly f- slides back down under the water daddy crab is here Theo <laughs> <laughs> goes Sable what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding Sable doesn't no, say I that know. loud I know <laughs> it's all good mm, I love this this ambiance right now outside mm-hmm. my window can you hear it no it's a thundering that's so good it's gonna rain very good thank god it's fucking boiling right now but yeah um well all i've got is a trash truck outside so you know i think you win mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um sable goes are you all right that can't have been easy to witness <sighs> I think I'm okay. I just... And they look pensive. I don't know what to make of it all, and I don't like not knowing what to make of things. I've not seen you like that, or Marius like that. No, no, they wouldn't call him... They wouldn't call them Marius. Professor... Fa- they'd call them Professor Favors. Professor Favors <laughs> for small favors. They wouldn't call Marius Marius. <laughs> <sighs> things are changing. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. But perhaps we can find out together, huh? Well, I'd certainly feel safer. And they smile. And it's like one of those half smiles crooked off to one side, but it's genuine. Hmm. Okay, I gotta figure out uh, how Sable words this. um, Because I think what Sable is going to do is Sable is going to offer to tell Theo about what happened. Oh. And about Afyal. Oh. And not in a, like, I'm going to try and convert you to my religion kind of way. (laughs) Just in a, like, just in a, like, here is some context for why I acted the way that I did. Sure. Um, Sure. If Theo would like to hear it. And perhaps that can be the end of the scene. 
Yeah. I like that thought just like a long time ago. A long time ago. And then that's that's like kind of it and it trails off and then if this were a TV series, we'd cut to that live stream that we did. Yeah, we would. <laughs> yeah, we would. The flashback episode. Yeah. Um, for everyone who's listening now, we made that live stream. It's on it's on our Patreon, but we made it uh, free. Public. It's not paywalled. Yeah. So y'all can go listen to it if you want to. It's good. I edited it. And I think the key here is that this is the first time that Sable is telling the story. And I think that uh, the that does not go unnoticed by the rest of the world. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I have to give a marker. Shit! <laughs> well, we definitely hit that Images in the Lightning. Yep. That Images in the Lightning. And I want to give that to the shore. Nice. So I am going to give that to the shore. I don't know what that tag is yet. Maybe someone else has got a better idea. And then I have to give another marker. Um... <laughs> I love the descriptor for Theo. <laughs> Thank God. Hmm. I love the question mark is written as words and not text. Yeah, right. The, the punctuation mark. That's very good. <laughs> That's it's real good. good. It conveys a different mood than the it actual really punctuation does. mark. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um. Or it's always really fun when you add a question mark to the end of the word question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I do that. Um. I want to give one to the flock. Oh, mm. no. You know who I actually want to give it to? The Cult of the Storm God. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. So, yeah. Oh, wait. It's my scene. I'm not ready. <laughs> no, it's Mab's scene. It's my, it's my oh, it's scene. Mab. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to do the thing. <laughs> this is where Mab asks to have a scene with me, and I'm like, no. No, it's good. It's good. No, it's, it's fine. No, <laughs> it was going to be like, well, you know, it's uh, an obvious continuation or like, you know, even a small bit of a time jump. But um, the Peony and Marius, um, I'm just going to look at those scene prompters. Um, let's see. Do we want to do an investigation? Basically, it's just like, I don't know if... Mar does Marius want to learn safe practices? <laughs> um, <laughs> Magic Osha. <laughs> yeah. um, Magic Osha. God bless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so basically, um, yeah, what I just, uh, the peony teaching Marius things, or at least like sitting down to listen to them to see like what their thought processes you know trying to figure out what they want and then trying to help them find the best way to go about it so she doesn't enter any more rooms that are filled with inky darkness and an oppressive atmosphere you know she doesn't like yeah. that she mm -hmm. doesn't like that it's not her jam uh so that's what i would like to do okay sounds good uh your place or mine uh, <laughs> Yes, good. Now, Mario. Extremely good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably at the peony shop. Um, okay. She has the tools of the trade, as it were. Is this the first time Marius has been there, do you think? 
Um, because we're saying it's been, what, like a year since they arrived in general? Was that what we were saying last time? Or was it like a few months? I thought it was was a few months. A few months. Then yeah, it might very well be the first time that they've been there. You know, I don't know if they've had much of a reason to visit her shop. Also because, like, I, I would think that their own core belief um, was more of things that can be proven, even if through magic, versus things that are, like, very airy in the same way that she does her own form mm. of divination and magic. And it's like, it's not that magic versus science, it is, for, it is the way that Marius practices magic is very scientific, and um, the way that the peony does things is very not scientific (laughs) so it was very much like okay tea leaves that's nice (laughs) i don't care um so yeah uh at her place she has tea set out of course um and just uh like a little um censure in the corner that has incense going and she has her own deck of cards uh and I still believe that she uses bones for her augury in some situations, but she has a small little set of oracle bones set aside. But, like, the inside of her shop does just have mostly, like, uh, like an apothecary cabinet filled with different, like, tea blends and herbs and stuff like that, that can be used for poultices, for indigestion, any small little things like that. But then also just on the walls, there's a bunch of strange looking kind of contraptions, but they're all various divination tools that she uses or protection tools. And she has a little book open up in front of her and inside of it are a bunch of uh, probably like different um, sigils that she's designed for um, for various practices and ceremonies, so to speak. Okay. And Marius comes in and they're... I think maybe they look a little rattled. Like, they didn't look rattled previously, but like that was because they were so sure that they were right. And now some of that sureness has worn off a little bit. So they look a little rattled when they when they enter, but they graciously accept the tea. It is a very soothing tea. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she has like a small set of uh, loose leaf papers, and she passes over a few of them, and they have like little sigils drawn into them. And she says, are you able to recognize these, the components that make up these designs? For instance, I believe would be fairly similar to ones that you use. I recognize them, yes. This is not a configuration I'm familiar with, but the components are known to me. The little ways that you can manipulate the characters or the lines drawn at one degree instead of another would make for certain changes versus a more when you are up against a more physical threat than a divine threat for instance i'm still not certain why there would be a divine threat it's well i suppose it is some sort of temple but i'm not convinced that it's any sort of god's work why it's been lost anything that has been pondered over and thought about and studied becomes in a way divine in its own right 
given a long enough time span, I think. It might not have started out that way, but it has ended up such. Don't give Marius any ideas now. <laughs> if he's gonna, uh, if they're gonna get some ideas, it's going to be under strict guidance, okay? The peony says, "I want you to take a friend with you anytime you do a summoning ceremony." <laughs> oh, I was thinking about Marius, like being like, "Hmm, if people study me enough, maybe I'll become a god." <laughs> oh See, god. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I took their vanity for granted. I forgot. <laughs> Didn't Marius literally say something like that at the party, too? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. Sorry, they did. My did, apologies. Did they, say, did they say it to the peony? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot they had that conversation there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. That was me forgetting. The peony probably very pointedly said that. Then. Good. Um... <laughs> It's really uh, good, is the thing. It's really good, is the thing. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> um, I forgot who spoke last. I forgot whose turn in the conversation it was. I think Marius just like looks at the sheets of paper, and whether it's divine or not, it still needs to be studied. What calls you to it? Whose voice do you hear when you think about it? The mages of Anukar, my people, when they still lived, sought to understand everything, every mode of dust, every ray of light, every shadowed corner deserves to be known. And being known in obscurity does not seem like a safer path? Sometimes knowledge is not safe. Not for the person studying it, but what of those who would be affected by the aftershocks? It is one thing for the mages of Anokar to study something so thoroughly that there is no iota of it left unknown to their peers. But what of the people in a city such as this, who are just people living their lives, who are very content to let the unknown remain as such, to let the unstudied remain a mystery. What would you do to ensure that they do not become like your mages of Anakar? Mm. Marius's face goes really dark and his their shoulders square and they say you act as though it was hubris that caused Anakar to fall. It wasn't anything we did it was the actions of others. We were doing perfectly fine until until she chose to invite herself in. But you see my concern with things beyond your power inviting themselves into places that they are not welcome. They see a crack and they slip through it. And then they force the crack open wider and wider until everyone else falls in. Do not let my city become like that. You say that as if you think I had any control over that? I want you to guarantee me that should it happen, you will be able to have the control. Or I will not let you further these investigations. Fuck a duck. <laughs> I know, no, I know exactly. I know exactly how Marius 
like the 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 meat of Marius's response. I need to. It's I just words. Need to... Words are so hard. Yeah. I do like that. Piety goes, make me this promise, and Marius goes, fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. If you want me to promise to find a way to hold back death, then I will do my level best to find a way to hold back death. If I must become her master, then so be it. And Marius puts down the tea and leaves the leaves the store. God damn! That's why I said fuck a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I just literally duck. looked up to my ceiling like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> the peony the peony's just like, no, I meant you can ask for help. This is what I'm here for. You forgot your papers, you little shit. <laughs> no, she doesn't actually respond. She just sits there and watches them leave. And that's it. I'm sorry. Don't bay. This is extremely good. Alright, so... Sign some markers. I want to transmute one of Marius's markers, but I'm trying to figure out a good... Ooh. What one are you thinking of changing? Uh, I'm thinking about changing it into a tag, but... Oh, sorry, yeah, that's what you do. Um, mm. Logic before reason? No, it's something specific about the fact that they're going to they're going to try to find a way to beat she who must not be named logic before reason <laughs> um it's like i'm sorry marius if anyone is going to fight her it's sable what about on a quest or something like that um oh answering I the had... call or what is what is that paladin move in dungeon world oh the declaring a quest one yeah didn't did it have certain phrasing in it i, don't I think so i can't well, remember it though i have my book on the warpath i'm just gonna keep throwing stuff out um, um no okay no it didn't have any good it did ha- does have a really good quote next to it, though, and it's, we're on a mission from God, Elwood, the bru- the Blues Brothers. It's true. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, good. I know. Oh? Yes. Icarus. Yes! Ah! Yes. Oh, that waveform looks really bad, I'm sorry. It'll be fine. It'll it's okay, I didn't, fine, I didn't but... spike my audio, but... Every time. All right, Mab, mm-hmm. what's your, uh, what's your, what's getting a marker? Um, I don't know if I want to give another one to the tea house. Um, uh, I was thinking if it was, it would be like the first and hopefully not last line of defense. <laughs> mm. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. I would also make hey. maybe argue that the motif of metamorphosis has been hit because Marius is changing into a not so beautiful butterfly. It's more like the difference of being an academic versus being a war mage. Like, mm-hmm. their purpose is changing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether that just means that's a marker that would go to Marius now, but that definitely feels like something that happened, and we're, we're seeing this shift yeah. in them. Yeah. I, I'm here for that. Okie dokie. Okay. Now it's me. Okay. Yep. Now it's going to be a sable on every scene. 
Okay. Yeah. Now it's gotta happen. Now we go. Yeah. The question is, what kind of scene? Because they haven't spoken, I don't think, since the poem. And... I can't imagine that every hasn't heard what happened. Yeah. That tracks. That absolutely tracks. Um, but no, they haven't spoken since um, the poem. Yeah. Is it the same The same next day, or is it more time has passed? Like after the after that day and after the omen. Mm-hmm. I want Meanwhile, there to be more of a skip. But that's yeah, that just can me. Be. No, that absolutely can be. Um, I'm also trying to think uh, when that meeting with Violet happened, whether that was happening while that stuff with Marius and Sable was going on, or whether that was off on its own timeline. That would be good. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was... Like, the visual of that, those two things happening, like this darkness being banished in the library just as every as extinguishing yeah yeah as every extinguishes that flame down in the tunnels like that mm, yes it's like you you shoot it in such a way that it looks like you know you're at the library's up top and then the darkness kind of like cuz it sucked in beneath the <gasps> it floorboards sunk into the ground. Yes. and then it just kind of like seeps into the screen below it and just kind of oh. like washes everything in darkness yes, yes. fuck yes somebody should let us make a tv show y'all we're very cinematic <laughs> we do good visuals i was a film minor i can do it i, I was an it. english major i know symbolism symbolism <laughs> symbolism <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> where does this happen and what does this look like? Oh. Hmm. Oh. Oh. Jade, hmm. I love when you do that, but I also get so scared. It's not the same as the Dora O, but it has its own <laughs> connotation. No, I know. I know it's not, but I still get so scared. <laughs> so like, oh shit, what's Jade going to say this time? Ah oh, shit, here we go again. When I say that this is a confrontation, I don't mean it in the aggressive sense, because that's not the connotation that they have, and it's not the connotation that I want. Okay, but I th I think I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, because Evrian Sable had that moment in the temple to her. And Sable clearly knew enough about her in that moment to understand why Every was wigged out. Yeah. But they didn't talk about it. Oh, and now Every wants to talk about it? Every has now heard that Sable lost their shit at Marius oh. <laughs> and was throwing that all around. And, hmm, would Theo have spoken to Every? Hmm, real question hours. <laughs> mm. Oh, I don't think Theo would have told every exactly what Sable told them. Because that's not what Theo is. That's not what Theo's about. But I think Theo, because of who Theo is, maybe went to see that temple and every ha was sort of like circling around. Oh my like, god, don't Theo! Go there. Theo. Well, Theo, no, yeah, Theo would have wanted to know what it was and then to avoid it, but Theo is innately a curious person. That's part of their whole shtick. Theo, that was yeah. not the point. 
but you know when people are scared some people's reaction to fear is to like try and understand it fear is the mind killer da, 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 da. i don't know the thing from dune i only ever knew <laughs> it from earthworm jim <laughs> putting my age out there for everyone to judge me because peter puffy would recite the dune thing hi kids oh fuck watch earthworm jim it's a trip it's a um, trip. It's a trip. They used to have a really old computer game that Yes, I played sister, the game. Yeah, we had like the, the demo version of the game. My sister was like so obsessed with that game. Mm. And that's just literally my only memory of Earthworm Jim by this point is that computer game. But also the mm-hmm. fact that I still remember that it existed at one point in time. Yeah. I love uh, that I'm the baby. Yeah. We're uh, all but, really old. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to circle back. Um, so Theo ran into every uh and the- what theo told every was that sable told them a story and it wasn't just a story and talked about her a lot in it didn't give the details because it wasn't theirs but like when it- and it- whenever it was just like what are you doing here and theo was just like i needed to understand why sable told me about her because i don't think theo is theo is too young in a world where she's not necessarily had enough of a presence in an obvious way. No, I don't think and so. And so Theo now knows about her and every knows that Sable is the one that told them. Yeah. So I think that's what this is about. So, and I think, so, and I want to be really clear that I think the key reason why Sable told Theo stuff is because Sable's like, uh, Sable's like one of those people that does not treat like 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 Theo's young, but like Sable's mm. not going to treat them like a child, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Sable's like, I'm going to be honest with you about what happened because y- like you're gonna either you're going to ask or you're gonna find out or whatever, and it'll just I'll just tell you mm. because you can you can get it. I know you can get it. I was just thinking about that. Anyway, yeah. So I think. Every goes looking for Sable, and they head to the beach. They head to the shore. Hmm. Um. Unless you want them to be somewhere else. I don't think Sable's at the shore. Okay. When every goes looking, I don't know where they are though. Okay. Um. I also have to figure out where my map, my copy of the map, is because I don't know where it is. I think it's in a screenshot folder, actually, so... Because I have to remember what's around. Sable may be working, TBH. Maybe helping okay. rebuild something. Yeah. Um, okay. So they might be, like, where the, like, residential stuff is. Okay. Like, helping someone, like, I don't know, patch a roof. Fuck. Whatever. Then I think what it is is every shows up looking agitated... And just like looks up at Sable on this roof and just like, I need to talk to you. Um, yeah, uh, uh, okay. Um, and Sable like shimmies down. Hmm. Yep, no, they're agitated enough. I think, um, every like grabs hold of the front of what Sable is wearing and just literally like backs them up into like, as place like an alleyway an abandoned a building that has yet to be repaired next to it because you said they're out on the edge of the residential area somewhere where they're not directly in sight of anyone else god damn okay sure let's go 
<laughs> it's International Kissing Day. It is international. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to hold back. I'm trying to hold back. No, yes. it's okay. You want to know what, Jade? We'll mm-hmm. save it. So, yeah. So five foot one, every who looks like they've been so ill and has that kind of very thin weakness, but like. I'm, I feel like Sable is probably letting it happen anyway, but basically, physically, like, gets the Mac, like, somebody significantly taller, and I imagine, like, Sable's obviously in much better shape and has, like, muscle tone and stuff like that, but, like... Sable is somehow in much better shape. Is built. Yeah, is yeah. built enough. Yeah. And, um, gets in, and I think, like, what it is, is it's, um... There's no like light sources in here, but sunlight is coming in through the windows. I- I've decided this is a an abandoned ro- a ruin, uh, a room of Great. something. Uh, but there is sunlight coming in. I don't want this to be a darkness thing yet. Um, <laughs> no Kingdom Hearts yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. Yeah, Sable's letting it happen, but I don't think that Sable could resist even if mm. they tried. Does it? Yep. No, because I will be on my bullshit because this is our podcast and this is what we do here. And Sable gets backed up completely against the wall. And every is just like looking up at them, clearly in distress and in frustration and confusion. And just like, what do you, what is she to you? I don't understand question you'll have to be a little bit more clear you know too much i you care to you it wouldn't affect you the way it does you wouldn't care so much unless you knew and this isn't just somebody that's had lost this is more than that you you know things save all how do you know? She took everything from me. And I don't mean that in the way of just I lost everything. I lost my life. I lost my home. I lost purpose. I lost my chance at death. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know which I would rather have. But she took everything. I feel like Sable should probably have been more stubborn, but I think they're so surprised. Yeah. And overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, And And they think something about every at this point so it, it kind of tracks that them they of all people would be somebody that they don't instinctively put that wall up for whatever reason sable has every read a psalm of athiel like mm-hmm. from memory mm-hmm. and sable like sable doesn't know it because it like sable doesn't know it because it was written after their world ended but mm. the words are the same the 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 rhythm of it is the same so they know yeah even if they've never heard it before 
um so yeah um and i feel like um where (laughs) this will get you where every's hand is on against like sable's chest um like their hand kind of clenches slightly like they're trying to keep themselves up and it bunches in sable's clothes and, and like whatever fight in them in that moment they sort of relax because like this is understanding this is and their hand as it catches in sable's clothes their fingers hook over the chain around sable's neck so the ring is in their palm yep. And they just collapse against Sable and like their head is against Sable's like collarbone, I guess that's what the height whereabouts the height difference would be. Like so their hand is there and like their face is like pretty much next to their hand. I think it's warm the ring. Mm-hmm. For the first time in two hundred years. Sable's obviously going to catch every. Yeah. Duh. 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 Um, and they say, Sorry, I... Sorry. No. And I think they don't even realise it, but every has started crying, and they're, they're just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry that you lost so much. I'm I'm sorry that she took so much from you. And they're like looking for words that they don't have. Um, I'm gonna quickly see if I can find a thing. <laughs> Panicked searching. Panicked searching. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I'm sorry. I hate myself. I don't hate myself. I feel like against say we just um every just starts murmuring, and I feel like when you don't know who you are and the only thing in your head is a psalm, you know that psalm, and that is your touchstone. You know those words better than you know yourself, and I think again, and sable like. As they listen in, they hear uh, every repeating a phrase from the psalm, which is, and it's just over and over again. You may yet only see the smile of death and feel her cold hair brush against the back of your neck, but she is not your only release. You may yet only see the smile of death and feel her cold hair brush the back of your neck, but she is not your only And they keep saying it. Jesus Christ, Jade. If you donate to our Patreon, you can yell at me personally <laughs> come up with a reward to A new Patreon tier where we invite guests on to yell about how mean we are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um. Oh god, this is gonna be so much. I think what Sable says in response to that is, it's still too cold to be alone. Which, Jade, I sent you the eulogy, right? I, mm. I don't remember if we pinned it. Um, I don't think so. 
but I definitely sent this to you. You did, because I just control found uh, the message where you said eulogy, and then it's two posts later. Yep. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to read this out for our listening audience? Um, do you mind if I do it? Please, please do. Um, I So I haven't decided yet if it's going to be just this, but right now this is what it is. The eulogy for a burned down candle. On the high sea breeze, the phoenix cries. It mourns with us, carries our sorrow to the corners of our ravaged world. Its pain is so great all who hear it fall silent and still and know not how to make it right. There is a darkness here now, a hollowness in our hearts that may never be filled. In the dark of night, the wind whispers to the trees. Have you seen the sun? It asks. The trees shake their bare branches. No, they haven't. The beacon is gone. It is still not safe for us here. We know the winter will end, but we cannot find a light. It is still too cold to be alone. And there's no way that every doesn't know that. Yeah. Every knowing of a psalm of Afiel's, every knows the eulogy. Yeah. They don't say anything, but their hand goes flat against Sable's chest, the ring beneath the two of them, and the heat spreads out from the ring, uh, from every's hand, and they pull back enough that they can look up at them, and they say quietly, you are not alone. Can we call it there? Yeah, no, I was going to say, I really want to end the same thing. We need to call it there. <laughs> that was so much, Jane. <laughs> Jane. Yeah. That so was what? so much. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Um, so I feel like we've pinged a mystery. Uh, <laughs> um, no, are we still voicing that yet? Despite my inadvertent, almost Freudian slip just now. <laughs> I was very emotional, okay. Uh, hmm. Like, I want to give a. I feel like I want to give a marker to Sable, even though I know Sable has fucking loads. But. Mm, yeah, nah. Can Sable get a new tag loved by the gods? <laughs> Sable get a new tag loved by the gods. Hmm. Hey, this game is so good for long-form play. Mm. I knew it was gonna be, but damn. <laughs> uh, Lisa Marcus signed at the end of every scene by the player. Found it. Additionally, Marcus gets signed when players invoke motifs in relation to characters, locales, or organizations. We do have an organization that was struck out on the list. I can't remember if why we struck it out. Whether it's because um, we didn't I want it. Yeah, we can call it, um, because I feel like the reason why I struck it out was because I felt like we didn't know enough about it yet, and I feel like we still don't, but I think that, I think that we can call it and still just, we just don't know enough about it, really. Sure. But we can give them a marker if you want to. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we're gonna give a, if we're gonna say it out loud... The cult of Aphiel is getting a marker. Yeah. So. I'm kind of enjoying leaving it struck out looking because it feels appropriate. Because we can obviously still read it. I don't think it's super in existence yet. I think it's there, though. I think the feelings of it are there. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say something, like, super kind of cursed. Is the cult of Aphiel's, Aphiel in this verse Davy's cult? <laughs> Is Davy in this the city? Davy can be in the city if you want Davy to be in the city. I was we thinking about, about that how... when you threw Theo in there, and I'm just like, I was just like, all characters Davey exist in, in all the verses. It's true. It's just whether or not we see them. <laughs> Davy might be there. I love that so much. That's such a good thought. <sighs> Okay, I've got, anyway. I don't smoke, but I feel like I want a cigarette right now. <laughs> I've never smoked in my life, but period, like, I want nicotine. That's such a alcohol. fucking mood, though. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> I get that feeling all the time. Mm. Emotions, y'all. Okay, that's my scene. <sighs> Alright, Dora. So, does anybody want to play a ghost? Me! <laughs> we all Dora, know we've talked about this. about ghosts that don't get enough screen time. Wait, wait, Dora. Is, it, is it? Is it? Is it them? Is it? Is it she? A different it's, she? Yeah, obviously. Yes. Yes. I think I talked to Dora about this like almost a year ago. <laughs> Brilliant. God, it has been almost a year, hasn't it? We played the long game here at Follow Eater. We played the long game. Dora, did you ask that question knowing that I was going to cheer? <laughs> Alright. I kind of I kind of figured you might say a thing. Listen, I've got them. They're ready to go. Let's go. This hey. ghost is ready oh. to haunt. Let's go. Cause the way I'm seeing it is Marius is now on the path toward trying to figure out how to stop a god. Um, god and... fucking damn it, Marius! <laughs> and um... when we chase the peonies, like, that's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, I guess. So <laughs> enjoy um... the peony doing the old man pose. I guess I'll just, I just guess I'll just sit here though. <laughs> Yeah. Don't worry, like it'll it'll come back to the peony at some point, but Marius has to be Marius first. <laughs> they don't wanna know anymore. No, I'm just kidding. They wanna know so they can scold you. For unsafe practices. Now to their credit, when they decide to invoke the summoning name of their ghost, they do use some of the sigils that the peony showed them. And I think this may actually be the first time that they've used this name. Like, they, they know they've had the summoning name with them for a while, but this is the first time that they've actually used it. Dora, it's it's the full name from the uh, Things Elders and Terrifying game. Is is the name that you want. I have it written down somewhere. Hold on yeah, a second. If, I'm, I'm going to pull could. it up for you. No, I, I know. I also couldn't remember it, but I was like, I needed to be clear that that's... That's who they are. That's who you want. Is my point. All right. And so they uh, they arrange several candles. They know how to do how to invoke this this uh, summoning name, and they arrange some candles, chalk the sigils in a circle around the candles, and they sit in the center of this this circle. And they intone in a voice that 
is probably... I'm trying to decide if it's quieter than it should be or if it rings out in a way that it shouldn't. Ooh, I mm. like the latter. And they say, Our love, it was stronger by far than the love of those who were older than we. What does it look like when you summon a ghost? I want someone else to decide this, because I don't know. How's this? Uh, what's the, you said there were candlelight. It's candlelit, right? Yeah. Otherwise the room is dark? Yeah. Okay, I think... You know how uh, when you have a singular light, so it's like you can, it can pick up dust motes in the air? And I think the dust motes start to coalesce and form together like something is like you know when you put like a magnet under iron filings on paper it's mm. like that and all these little modes start coming together and they're sort of collective and then the light from the candle like seems to almost catch these modes and diffuse through it like a prism and you get the shape there and it's like the the presence of the ghost appearing is like that magnet behind the paper, and the eye and the the motes of the iron filings on this side of the paper, and that that's where you can start picking out this form, as the motes provide this outline. I love it. I I have a I had said this in chat. I have a really dumb detail to add to this, and I'm sorry that I'm about to say this, but it's important. I think Marius gets a feeling like they've like the feeling that Marius gets feels familiar to them in a way that they don't understand because they've they've never felt this sort of a presence before so it doesn't make any sense that they would feel this way but what they're feeling is the feeling that the Marius of another world felt they're feeling the feeling that Marius the playwright felt in the haunted theater. And it's Zephyr who's there. Um, they still don't have a face. <laughs> Cause that's still just that that's still just how it tracks, and they sort of like tilt their head a little just just a little bit at Marius. And Marius doesn't look surprised because they knew they knew that this was going to work, but at the same time that they have a hard time shaking that feeling of, like, that lighthearted frustration that Marius the playwright felt <laughs> while trying to edit the play. And they say, you come from Herm Realm, don't you? <laughs> Zephyr kind of, like, puts a both hands out like well duh <laughs> Marius chooses to ignore them being mildly rude because huh. god knows Marius is plenty rude enough as it is so please let Marius be rude I want to find a way to best her will you help me trying to figure out how they can respond because I don't think they can speak because I think they lost the ability to speak when they made the deal with her. But I think Marius gets that Zephyr is able to communicate in a way that makes it clear to Marius that they can't. There is no hope of closing every single loophole 
that would mean besting her. Can you tell me about her? Okay, yeah, I think that recalling her brings some form back to Zephyr's shape. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't think Marius, uh, Marius knows if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just fu- fucking called him the lamest character, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Marius, you are no longer a child. I do not doubt you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think some form comes back to Zephyr's features. Um, I think it's been a really long time. And I think, because the thing is, is that I think that, I think Marius knew the name of the ghost. The story of how um, that name belonged to a scientist who, you know, sought forbidden knowledge, blah, 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 sought a way to end the war. And Zephyr says, well, Zephyr, is it really Zephyr still? Yeah. I think it's enough of Zephyr. Um, Zephyr says, she's hypnotic. In a way that you wouldn't expect from one of her domain. Hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. For the listeners at home, Jade says in the chat, she's hot is the thing. I mean, come on. She is hot is the thing. We, we, we stand a zombie queen. We do stand a zombie queen. I will keep that in mind, but I will not let myself be swayed. I need to. I need to not let myself be swayed. You don't fear death, do you? I fear the unknown and seek to make it known. Hmm. And Annabelle Lee fixes her glasses on her face and says, We are far more alike than I realized. So, I wouldn't be too sure. That's the end of the scene. Nice. That's just a really great place to end it. That's the end of the scene. Yep. Yeah. I don't think that she can hold her form, like, unless she's thinking about her. I, I don't think that, I don't think that Annabelle can hold her I think that she slips she slips away too much away into nothingness if she's not thinking about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why she was able to take herself back for a moment. Such as, uh, such as a course of making a deal with a death goddess, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Be like that sometimes. Oh, uh, oh, markers. Oh, yeah, markers. <laughs> uh... I kind of want to give that one to the library. Did we paying any motifs? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to give that marker to the library. Last scene. That's what my face <laughs> looks like right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was also just grinning to myself on my side of the mic, so you know, it's all good. Alex Samoylov, thank you so much for writing this game and the the uh, primary scene types that you have included in the PDF file. 
because there is a beautiful one, just the most incredible scene title in this game. Smooch Country. Two or more characters are smooching. That's it. That's the whole scene. And guess what? It's fucking time. Let's go. Hell yeah. It's smooch time. I don't want this scene to immediately follow the one that happened before. No. Agreed. I think it's later. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there's, like, a solid amount of time where Sable feels the, you know, the Marius summoning a ghost or whatever, and, <laughs> you know, like, if, if I if I hadn't already decided that this was a scene that I was going to do, I was going to do, like, a real heart-to-heart, but we can do that next time, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, a real good Sable to Marius heart-to-heart, or Sable trying to have a heart-to-heart anyway. So, we're just gonna do Smooch Country. I don't know where. It's got to be the sanctuary. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. It's got to be Every's space with the sun catchers and the wind chimes. I think Sable goes at sunset. Oh, it's good. And uh, they get there. They oh, knock on the door. Okay, I just made myself have feels. I'm sorry. Alright, let's go! Let's go! Yes! I think, um, Evie just, like, uh, calls for them to come in. And, uh, as Sable enters, uh, the, the main space, uh, Evie's there, and they've, like, set up the tea things that they have, and their hair is down. (gasps) And where it, as I've said before, it's been, like, bleached, like, to the point of brassiness. I think in this moment, with the reds and oranges of the sunset pouring in, their hair is like this, has this deep, and it's like living flame. And it's not that brassy, washed out red. This is full and healthy. And you, in the moment, in that moment at least, the black streak can't be seen in the, just for that moment. And that's what Sable sees as they come in, like, uh, just, the, and the hair is just down and, like, over one shoulder as every fixes the tea. Fuck. Hello <laughs> and welcome to Jade Destroys Kale's chapter. Ooh, we're getting high up in the numbers. <laughs> getting high up in the numbers. We have to actually keep track now. Yeah, Kale's is going to fly to the UK and fight me. Yes, great. I am. That's fine. We'll go to that uh, tattoo place in Wales while you're here. Make it worth the trip. Yeah, that works. <laughs> we'll get a touch up. Oh, no. Oh, God. Sable just stops dead. They can't help it. Mm hmm. I think uh, every looks up. And hearing sort of the door go and close and then just that and are you okay? I don't know. I can understand that sentiment very well. And they hold out a hand towards them because they're like knelt by the tea set as it were. Because I don't have much in the way of proper furniture so I imagine like low sort of like I've forgotten like pallet kind of things but the soft kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just those, and like, sort of gestures for the uh, for Sable to join them. 
They do. The moment's broken, I think, so they're not... Yeah. They're a little shaky, but the moment's yeah. broken. Okay. See, the thing about a scene called, you know, is smooch country is the weight of expectation pressing yeah. down upon you. Wondering how you get... How you, how you make port in smooch country. How you traverse <laughs> the land... Well, so here's the thing, is that, like, I know, I I know probably what it is that's going to be the clincher mm. here. We just need to get there in the conversation. Mm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know that Sable necessarily knows what to say right now, but I mm -hmm. know at what point will probably be the turning point okay. to get us to make port. <laughs> <laughs> Your Smooch metaphor, you. not mine. It's good. Here comes I... the smooch train. <laughs> Pull it into the station. No. <laughs> it is a really nice to say, hey, I want to do smooch country and go into a scene with the expectation that there is going to be kissing. Like it's really mm -hmm. good. It's yeah. like it's like stealing time together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, I feel like with that mind broken, I feel like every, like, pours the tea and hands a cup over to Sable. And the way they hold it, like, obviously, their hands brush because, come on. Obviously. Uh, but, like, the heat that bleeds into Sable's hands isn't just from the cup. It's from, like, every's hand as well. And it could just be because they were holding the hot cup. It's not just because they were holding the hook up. But you know. I think, I think Sable knows because, you know, every's hands can light on fire. Still. <laughs> but yeah. Um, here's a detail I'm going to add. Sable's dressed down a little bit and the chain is visible. They've got a couple buttons undone, maybe? And my shirt hot opened, enough in here. maybe? Not like, not like titties out. <laughs> no, like Henley. Like couple of buttons, you know, like, the even just... sexier version. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like they weren't, they're not planning this. Mm -hmm. Sable's not like, oh, I'm going to go talk to every and seduce them. They're just yeah. like, oh, it's really warm out today. I'm going to undo a couple more buttons. Is it hot mm -hmm. in here or is mm -hmm. it just me? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, I think... Every sees the ring. And this mm. is probably their first time seeing it. Yep. And they're just they just sort of look at it. And it's not quite like four oh four error not found. It's like when you know something but you don't know why you know it. Yeah. There's like this clearly this I know this. But it, it's not wigging them out. It's it's like there's a thread in there. It's a thread being pulled, and it feels like a good thread, but that thread is going taut. But they haven't reeled it in yet, and they're trying to. And they're just looking at it, as and they don't move back to where they were. They just like, effectively knelt right next to where. Say, I I'm imagining Sable's like sat cross-legged. Sable like takes a drink of tea and then doesn't notice. What's mm -hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. You said you decided it's opal, an opal setting, right? It's opal, yeah. 
Yeah. Like a white, like a normal white opal. Like a fire opal sort of thing. One of those. Of course. Duh! Hello! One, I'm gay. Two, it's gay. Three, Mm -hmm. fire opals are fucking beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think their hand goes out to the shit like mirror it's the same hand that it was in the earlier scene but it stops short this time like they don't reach out for it but like they kind of want to touch it almost and something holds them back and they just look at sable like they manage to tear their eyes away from it and just look at look at them because i feel like even kneeling up like that might be now every is on eye level because they're knelt up but sable is sat cross-legged yeah. And Sable meets their eyes and says, What is it? Where did you. I. <sighs> and like their eyes are bright with tears, but in the kind of. Not in the bad way. In like the overwhelmingly good way, but they haven't noticed it happening. Like their body knows to happy cry but their brain doesn't know why and doesn't know that that's what they're doing. Oh, Sable notices it, though. He's yeah. like, whoa, hey, are are you okay? Like, puts their tea down. Yeah. I don't think Evry's even realised that they're crying and they're just looking down at the ring and looking at Sable. I'm, 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 I'm fine, I just... I know this. I I think. Isn't that strange? So the thing here is, is that I think Sable wants to touch, but also is extremely hesitant and is like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. No, neither do I. The peony says that it's like I'm missing parts of myself, like they're locked away from me. It's like a a crate full of holes, but and it, it makes me lighter, but it means that I'm not right in myself. There's so much I don't know and I don't understand. And I want to know, and I want to understand. And I know this, and I don't know why, Sable. But it feels... And they don't finish the sentence. Great, thanks for the perfect opening. You're welcome. Um, Because what Sable is going to do is they are going to reach forward and so so carefully brush their hand over that black streak in Evry's hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how they word this. Okay. This is like a moment in Exodus w- where um, I spend a token to say the exact words that someone needs mm. to hear. Sure. Which is something along the lines of I don't see you as incomplete. Not at all. Okay, and they're very close to each other at this point. And I think what happens is that 
um, Every puts their hand sort of around the back of Sable's head, and you're going to scream at me. And they're where Sable's hair is growing out. Their fingers catch in hair where a long time ago a braid was put. And they lean in and they kiss Sable. Mm, oh, oh, I'm trying to not make my audio peak right now. <laughs> Do you have a cushion nearby, perhaps? Uh, no! It's on the other side <laughs> of the fucking room. Get my audio peaked, I don't even care. It's important! It's so important! Sable hasn't done this! Sable doesn't do this! Mm. And they don't know what to do! They're trying their best! Mm-hmm. But it feels so natural mm-hmm. even though this like this isn't something they think about mm. but it's this <laughs> will smith gesturing dot jpeg it's this and uh their hand ends up on Every's shoulders and another one on Every's cheek. Cause, duh. I mean, Every's like two seconds away from crying, so, like, obviously. And obviously, their skin is warm to the touch. Obviously. Duh. Obvi- yep. Duh. And I think the. that. Yeah, it's gotta happen. Like, um. So, Every has the. One hand on the back of Sable's head, like caught, like a nape of the neck, fingers sort of tangled just in the hair. Uh, Sable, one of Sable's hands is in Every's hair at the front ish, and the other is on their cheek. And obviously, Every's other hand has to go to the ring, it just rests against. And they don't stop kissing Sable, I would like to very clearly make oh, this point. We're also like making sure that it's very obvious to the fan artist what's happening right now. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Canon on-screen smooches. Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah. No, they don't stop kissing. I think it sort of makes Sable like press in a little harder because I'm me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm the worst. Fuck. Okay. I think th- the kissing continues for a bit because Natch. There's only so many ways I can describe it before it's either get boring or hornier than I want for this moment, because that's not what this is about. Yep. Um, and the kiss breaks, and like they rest their forehead against Sable's, obviously, um, because it's good. And they say quietly, I felt so lost for the longest time, and yeah, it's like you're a beacon guiding me. Oh, fuck, that's gay. <laughs> it's very gay. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to cry again. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's good. Um, I think Sable is, I think Sable's also doing the thing where they're crying and they're not realizing it. Mm-hmm. And... It doesn't make any sense that they they would 
say this, but they say it anyway. They say, I, I will always help you find your way back. And if there was a camera, it would be in close up on where every hand is against Sable's chest. And I think you see like a sh- the shot shows like a tear falling through the frame of the shot and it's not clear who it's come from maybe it's both and their hand curls and the ring catches around a finger and it's not going on completely but it just starts to hook over their finger mm-hmm. and I kind of like that yeah Unless there's something you want to cap on it but that visual I wanted to be clear that they keep kissing. Oh, okay. Well, we can have the noise of that, if you like, in the movie <laughs> shot. <laughs> the kissing foley. <laughs> yeah, the kissing foley. That good, good uh, penumbra action of kissing one's arm. God bless Sophie Kaner. God bless um, Sophie Kaner. But no, I, I like that being seen. And being game. God, fuck, this was so good! <laughs> we hit so many good beats! <sighs> Holy shit! Marius is gonna fight a god. The oh, it's gonna be great. <sighs> there was so much gay. This is such such a good season finale. Uh, also, mm-hmm. somewhere the peony is drinking tea, looking smug because she knew this was gonna happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> she can't decide oh, yeah. if she's smug or disappointed because it's like on one hand some good things are happening, on the other hand Marius is making me disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, well, yes, well. <laughs> <laughs> can't please that was the everyone. Most Marius response as well. Oh well, yes, well. <laughs> I mean, they are going to come back to the peony, but. Mm-hmm. It just may not be. They're they're just so misguided. It's terrible. They're terrible. I love them, but they're terrible. Just immediately tweets. <laughs> we haven't even cl- we haven't even capped the recording yet, and I'm already tweeting. Let's go. Let's do outros. <laughs> Let's do outros. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I forgot to fucking plug the Patreon at the top of the recording. Damn it. We'll oh, well. We've been talking right now. about it all through the recording. We've been talking about it all through. I don't think we plugged the Twitter for our show either. It's fine. <laughs> I, we did. It was on, uh, it was at the top. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. Like, built into the intro. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm Kales. I'm about to go curl up on my bed and just cry. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. You can find the games that I write at citadelofswords.itch.io. There's a possibility that uh, my big project is going to be out by the time that this episodes these episodes come out. But if it's not, keep an eye out for Memoria. I'm really happy with it. Um, you can find FTL at FTLcast on Twitter and Tumblr. And we have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FTLcast. It's my turn. I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter at Little Lady Mab. You can find my game Twitter at Sunshine Paladin. Tune in. God, this is coming out in like September-ish. I'm going to be running a game jam about turning your favorite video games into TTRPGs. So find me there doing that for a while. Yeah. Riley Hopkins just submits interstitial. (laughs) (laughs) Is done. I mean, it's true. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't stop them. 
because <laughs> Interstitial is a good fucking game. Anyway, Interstitial's good. Uh, who's next? Oh, it's me. Yeah. Uh, um, I I I done played myself. I'm too gay and I can't speak. Find me on Twitter at jdoxfordrose. Um, yeah, that'll do. I'm gonna have some emotions for a while now. Please don't mind me. <laughs> And uh, I'm Dora. You can't find me anywhere because evidently I'm going to go fight God now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shall we clap? You literally aren't going to plug anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good gag. I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave it there. Don't have to pay your respects because Marius doesn't deserve it. All right, everyone. Let's clap. Marius (laughs) is still canceled. They're they're still (laughs) majorly canceled. Let's clap on the minute. It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!